busy on Eli's work schedule, but her tongue couldn't seem to form the words she wanted to say. Her thoughts felt blue, foreign to her. The place in her heart reserved for God had begun to feel empty, void of all life. Emma had never before experienced such emptiness. When she had found the blood on her skirts, signaling her first miscarriage eight months ago, she had always felt comforted by the fact that it was God's will, and that he would provide another child for her and Eli. When her little sister Martha had run away with an English boy for the second time and was successful, Emma had felt God's presence within her, and it had calmed her and filled the place where Martha's charm and wit had once resided. When Eli had begun seeing the English doctor for his condition, what the English physician called dilated cardiomyopathy, a heart condition that could easily be fatal, Emma had felt afraid but reassured that God's love was still within her, keeping her alive and well. Even with the constant support of her friends and family, and Jaron and his father's kindness toward her and her husband, Emma had finally begun to lose hope. Coming home to Eli's tired frame and trying her best to get him to eat had become a ritual. Attempting to convince him to stay home rather than working at the Williams farm had always been a hopeless cause. She felt a warm pressure on her hand and looked down to find Jaron's calloused fingers wrapping around hers, the pad of his thumb ever so slightly rolling over her knuckles. This human contact brought the tears she thought she had lost back to her eyes. And she looked back out the window, watching the trees whiz by. At one point in her life, his attention would have made her blush with embarrassment, filling her with guilt and shame. Now, though, any form of physical contact, no matter how slight, felt right. He still wants that barn she said quietly, her soft voice pervading the silent cab. Eli's dream, having a barn of their own, had slipped further and further away from them as the medical bills had piled up. I know, Jaron said, hesitating for a moment before continuing. Emma, I don't think it's about the barn. Dad and I have offered to cover its expenses. He won't take our money. Neat, he won't take English's money. Emma explained. We already feel so indebted to you, Jaron. We cannot accept any more help. Eli will work himself to death, she said, feeling a chill. Her ma'am had told her not to let Eli work himself to death, meaning it as a figure of speech, but Emma thought she might have meant it literally now. Jaron snorted, shaking his head, showing what he thought of their philosophy. His hand didn't leave hers, though and today she felt more grateful than ever for his consideration. Sisters Return Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. James 1, 2 When they brought Eli back from the doctor's appointment, Jaron had to help him from the truck. Emma opened the door for the two men. Jaren's strong, tall frame supported her husband's weaker, shorter frame as they strode through the door, heading straight for the small bedroom in the corner of their modest home. "'Who are you?' she heard Eli ask. Emma nearly jumped out of her skin as she turned to find a dead Englishwoman sitting at her kitchen table, head at an awkward angle, eyes closed. 
Emma's hands flew to her mouth, covering it as she examined the intruder. Upon further inspection, she realized the woman was not, in fact, dead, but had fallen asleep where she sat. The woman had layered purple-red hair that had drawn down in front of her face in sleep. Through the strands, Emma could see the face of a thin young girl with unnaturally pale skin and fake red cheeks. "'What the?' Sharon began, and suddenly the girl jolted awake, hands pushing back her hair as she looked around wildly. "'Where am?' Her voice was high-pitched, frightened. "'Where am I? Oh!' Eli cried out as the girl flew over to her, hugging her with a hungry ferocity. Emma, startled, looked at Sharon and her husband, who looked just as bewildered as she felt. "'Emma! Emma! Sweet sister, it's me!' The girl looked up from the embrace, wiping the hair out of her face to reveal black-rimmed eyes with unnaturally long eyelashes.